Hello and welcome to the Healthy Back, the podcast that shares practical tips to have a healthy spine and lead an active lifestyle. I'm your host Taruna Rijwani, physical therapist and McKinsey Method specialist, and every week I'll be sharing tips and lessons to help you manage your back problems without pain pills, injections or surgeries. We will talk about the common challenges that people with spinal issues face, debunk the myths, and even break down the research on spine and joint related problems for you. And yes, also have a lot of fun along the way. I hope you'll join me on the ride. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you're listening, don't forget to leave a ratings and review on iTunes. It really helps to spread the message further. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Healthy Back. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic or a question that has been coming up a lot lately. And I am pretty sure that it's going to come up even more during uh, after the new year, once those new year resolutions kick in. And that question is about the correlation between going back to yoga and back pain. And I'm going to really dive into detail into, into this topic today because I want to dedicate this whole podcast episode to the correlation between yoga and how it impacts or affects your back pain or your back problem. Because I know this is something that people, you know, go through so often. This is a question that I have heard about several times and I would love to dive deep into that. But before we dive into the meat of this episode, uh, if you know a friend or a family member who also enjoys going to yoga and keeps getting stuck in this cycle of having repeated episodes of back pain or back problems, please feel free to share this episode with them. It really helps to, you know, spread uh, the word word far and wide. It helps the podcast grow and it helps reach a wider audience base. So I would be really thankful if you did share this episode uh, with a friend or a family member. But all right, let's dive into today's question, which is about uh, the role of yoga and back problems. And I'm going to start with a little bit of a backstory of how this question or this thing became, you know, one of the podcast topics. And it started with a conversation that I was, I have been having with a few of my patients actually this past few weeks where the story is kind of similar. They've told me that they really enjoy uh, doing yoga. They thoroughly believe that it's a great way to stay active, stay flexible, stay mobile. That's something that they really enjoy doing. They firmly believe that that is something that is also going to help their back pain or their back problem in the long run. But every time they try going back to either a yoga class or try doing it, you know, on their own at home, they just have another flare up of back pain or sciatica and then they just kind of keep falling back. And they've been stuck in this cycle for not just a few months, but for a few years 
where every time they try going back to a full yoga class, sometimes they are able to go through one class and that's fine. And they have a back pain episode right away. Sometimes they are able to survive a few classes over a few weeks or even a few months before another episode of back pain strikes. So it's just a cycle that they are stuck in. So I'm going to sort of dive deep into this because this theme has been very familiar and has been very common with a lot of people I talk to. So first of all, uh, I personally do enjoy yoga a lot as well. I wasn't much for yoga early on, but in the last year, year and a half, I've started really started to really enjoy it. And I have been doing it on the regular myself. Uh, because I see a lot of value and I in how it helps you stay active and how it you know helps you stay flexible and it has so many other you know benefits that we all know about but um, so between my personal experience of doing yoga and having this knowledge of exercise science, I already know that yoga is something that's extremely beneficial for people with back problems. I, in fact, highly recommend it to a lot of people as a way to stay active and as a way to sort of continue their mobility. But with that being said, um, there are a lot of yoga moves or a lot of yoga poses that could include a lot of movements that could be detrimental for your spine if you're going through an episode of back pain or if you have an underlying back issue that keeps popping up from time to time. So I'm going to use myself as an example and you know, forward bending or flexion could trigger my back pain or stiffness from time to time. And when I am in a yoga class, and if there is a lot of forward bending or, you know, forward movements uh, to stretch your muscles, to stretch your hamstrings and stuff like that, that could easily trigger an episode of back pain for me. Because uh, that is not a movement that my spine appreciates. That is a movement that usually triggers a flare up of back pain. And that's what sort of sets that cycle. So all in all, the conclusion is that yoga is a great way to stay active, but it's also important to know which movements are helpful and which movements are hurtful for your spine. And once you have a grasp and a better understanding of that, you can go through a class, you can either avoid the movements that you know will sort of trigger that flare up and do a different movement instead. Or eventually, once your back has healed significantly, you can slowly reintroduce those previously painful movements as well. But just because it's a movement class doesn't mean that all the movements that are included in the class will be beneficial for you. There is something to be said about the movements that do help and the movements that do hurt your spine, especially if you have an underlying back issue. And this is not something that I'm saying, you know, purely from my experience. This is something that there is a lot of research to back this up. There has been several studies that support this, uh, that show that people with back problems when they did movements that were helpful for their spine that helped resolve their back problem completely 
And on the other hand, if people weren't aware of which movements were helpful and which movements were hurtful and carried on with all the movements that were thrown at them, they ended up causing more damage to their spine in the long run. So if there is, you know, some value in knowing what is helping and what is hurting, and it could make a huge difference in your commitment to any form of exercise or any form of activity, if you know, and if you understand what's causing the problem and what's actually helping the problem. So coming back to my situation, I usually take breaks. Uh, when I when there is a forward bending movement that I know is going to hurt my back, I instead do a reverse movement. I do a different movement that I know will in fact help has helped my spine and sort of do that, replace the harmful movement with the helpful movement instead. And of course, the yoga instructors, you know, the class they are supposed to help a full class. They are not aware of every individual person's spine. They are not trained to understand the different medical problems, the different orthopedic problems and what movements will help or hurt. And they are not basically customizing the program for you. So it's always best to sort of work with a specialist, know, get all the knowledge and information you need. So this way you can go back more informed, go back more prepared and actually enjoy the activity that you like doing. So hope this kind of sheds some light on this topic. Hope it gives you more motivation and inspiration to go back to the activities that you like doing because more often than not, it is not the activity itself that is the problem, but it is our lack of understanding about our own body and our own health and which movements help or hurt. And once we have a clarity of that situation, things tend to get a lot better. So hope you guys found this episode valuable. And as always, share with a friend who you know enjoys doing yoga and keeps suffering from back pain episodes. And I will see you guys again in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to The Healthy Back Today. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you lead a pain-free and active lifestyle. For now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends or anyone else who might benefit from learning about how to live a healthy lifestyle.